Greetings, Alchemist. Welcome back to the Film Alchemist podcast, the show where we break apart the movies we love to find out what makes them magical. All right, the all-important mini-show. This is where we introduce the theme for the month. This month, Aliens Attack the Pod, or Aliens Invade the Pod. (laughs) Hit me with sound effects. Aliens Invade the Pod. Let's say that, because Attack leaves it open. This is more invasion movies. Yes. Um... We've got some doozies for you. We like this. Uh, I think everyone likes alien invasion movies. Yes. What is it, Alex, that jumps out immediately in your mind when I say alien invasion movie? What do you love? What are you thinking about? I mean movie-wise or just in general? By the way, I didn't introduce you. I'm Josh Griffey, and that's Alex Dandino, pro oh, host. No, nobody cares who I am. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. I mean, I think what's awesome about the thing that I like the most about alien invasion movies, which is this is interesting. I married someone who like Andrea has an actual fear of alien movies. She does not like watching movies about alien invasions. Um, Why? <laughs> I don't know. I, I asked her one time, like I, I asked her to watch like signs and I was like, hey, do you want to watch this? Let's watch signs. She goes, no. I do not like movies about aliens. I'm like, why? What the fuck's wrong with aliens? Like aliens are aliens. Who cares? And I think a lot of it just has to do with, and this sort of goes with a lot of the things we see in alien movies a lot. It's not knowing your neighbor. Like to me, that's, what's great about alien invasion. movies. Oh God. That's like my absolute dream life. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's why you probably love them too. It's why you No, I'm actually in a scenario now where I have neighbors and I've met them. It's totally changing the dynamics of my life. I think that's, what's important and fun about alien movies though, is like, it's about sort of questioning, the fun thing about aliens is like questioning a our place in the universe, but also like our capability to handle earth shattering, literally events, which I think is really fun. But right to me, it kind of plays as like a bigger scale exorcism, right? Like my wife's the same way. The movie she does not ever want to watch with me are exorcism movies because that's her biggest fear is some kind of spirit overtaking me or her or one of the kids. Right. Right. This invasion of body. And I think on the invasion of Earth, right, you're playing with some of that, too. Like, you're taking over my world, my place. Right. Um, A lot of people then have to – you get a lot of fun dynamics of really cool, seemingly hip people who want to be inclusive of everyone. Oh, now they seem mildly racist if those weren't aliens, but, you know, a minority group. Uh, So you get a lot of fun, like, sociopolitical dynamics – um, all the way down to that very just real fear of self and fear of the, the other, right? Oh, yeah. Like, even your own family member, in the case of, like, uh, body snatchers, that's probably one of the most proliferated and copied right. of the alien invasion. Because it does. It, it hits not only on, oh, the entire world that I know and every fact that I accept is now changed and invaded. Right. But also, I don't even know if my husband is my husband, Right. Right. I mean, that's what it is. It plays on the fear of not knowing something that you believe is familiar and which I think is always again like this. It's a genre I think is awesome. Like I remember this was one of the really fun things about film school was I had a film professor like uh, who taught film history. And I was like, great, we're going to walk in and watch like Citizen Kane 14 times and have to to talk about what Rosebud is. Bunch of Lemire. Yeah, exactly. And. The first movie we watched was the Don Siegel Invasion of the Body Snatchers, which is the mm-hmm. first one. And um, I was like, okay, this might not be the shitty class I thought it was going to be. And honestly, like that movie, I think is 
fucking terrifying, but also just phenomenal. Like it's fun creature work and it, it's a B movie as well. Like that's the really important thing. People seem to forget sometimes is like the first invasion of the body snatchers movie was a B movie, which means it's screened on a double feature after the main, which is really, yeah. which is really interesting because it's been remade now, like pretty much every decade. Right, B for budget, right? We want to spend no money, but they obviously got maximum impact out of that. Right, exactly. Movie. Like, I mean, and obviously it's Don Siegel, and Don Siegel's the guy who went on to direct like Dirty Harry and a bunch of other important movies. So, like, that's part of that. That's part of that film alchemy is you never know kind of like what guy is going to take what material and turn it into gold. But, like, at the same time, the concept of not knowing your neighbor and the concept of not knowing yourself or anybody around you and them randomly becoming someone different speaks to a I mean it speaks to a completely different level of fear that I think is way too prevalent in this country right now but also just in general yeah. something that we all sit and <laughs> stew about like in our room like I live in a I live in a pretty like short up apartment complex like I have about there's about 12 townhomes in here and every single time I walk out the door there's like these little kids hanging out outside because it's summer so there's kids hanging out outside uh, like a stoop like stoop kid from hey Arnold and I constantly am watching them. I'm like, those fuckers are going to break into my house. Or You're like, this is attack the block, dude. Or I was like, this is attack the block. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I'm waiting for like that to start. But that's exactly what this is. It's like you're looking out your window. You're peeping through your blinds. And you're like, who is that? What is that? Why is that person there? Like, that's what alien invasion is. Right. Well, it really it it delves deep to the very core of what I think is the root essence of humans right which is fear i think every single thing that a human does can be reduced down to fear that is the animating force and emotion of humanity right some people would say love this and that i would say love and all that is a fear of being alone a fear of being ostracized <laughs> right, right. Uh, everything we do is because we're afraid we'll be dead or something will happen to us that will uh expedite the process of our death <laughs> right. expedite that process right make it faster I think fear drives every single action we take. Right. And it gets to that big, great concept, right? I think they talked about this uh, with God. I th or maybe it was Arthur C. Clarke said it, right? Whether we're alone in the universe or we're not. Or, but he said this. He actually said about God, right? Whether God is real or not, either possibility is the scariest possible answer to that question. Absolutely. Something along those lines. That's like a really poor no, rereading of I mean, that quote. Again, but take that to the universe, right? Whether If we're alone in the universe, if we are just some little tiny ball where some magical being that we can't even comprehend somehow made this little torture ball for us and the things that we've seen and have to go through. That's fucking terrifying. Right. But if we're not alone and there are other things like there's a whole nother torture ball where <laughs> things don't look like us, the rules aren't the same. Uh, what if we're dramatically inferior? This gets back to the, you know, the Christopher Columbus thing, like rarely does a more advanced tech, <laughs> you know, a uh, group of people or a civilization encounter another lesser species right. of that, even if it's like humans to human, right? And we don't immediately destroy and take over. So what it does is it, it expounds these fear is at the core of all of us. We're all afraid of everything, right? Like you see it now, it's all over the place in social media and the news. You can find fear leading to all kinds of things, right? Fear is so, everywhere right now. Right. And aliens are probably... They're one of the easiest ways to crystallize it, much beyond like a Michael Myers, right? That's one of us gone wrong. Right. Imagine there's another place where they don't even share our same values. They I, don't have any of the core 
uh, experience that we have, right? So then everything becomes a lie. Everything immediately is untrustworthy. Right. And like there's that great the day the earth stood still, right? Where the aliens come and they're actually kind of a benevolent force. Right. They they come very much as Jesus would come back to the earth, right? To be like, hey guys, I'm here. Let's do it right. Like you guys have been reading my book. Everything's probably cool, right? Oh, you shot me! Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> we're so small-minded like, and scared. <laughs> we're so fearful of the unknown and like the it's not the unknowable because the unknowable is what makes great science and great art. And like that kind of thing is reaching out into the unknowable. It's the unknown when we see it that I think is what causes that kind of fear and that kind of low. Yeah. I hate to say it's that classic. I I stared into the abyss and the abyss stared back. Right. Right. That's, that's the essence of it. Right. But the important thing when the abyss stares back is you not blink. Like you look at the abyss and you say, okay, well, that's the abyss. That's what I'll do. Uh, See, you should sign up for the force, dude. You're on the poster. That's very brave of you. Oh, God. Is that the the Space Force slogan? (laughs) (laughs) Space Force! Space Force! Space Force! To, To be fair... I'm a million percent with President Trump. I want a fucking Space Force for sure. <laughs> I mean, just to be fair, I'm 100% on his side. Like, yes, Space Force. Now, do I think that should be a high priority? Maybe right, yeah. not. <laughs> Space Force, no. sounds, Space Force no. sounds really cool, but everything else he's done sounds terrible. But regardless, like... But that's, that sounds that's... like a, an Alien movie, right? Aliens... This is something I love about Alien movies. I like when it takes something that is an unknown, right? That comes here and causes fear... Mm-hmm. And uh, mistrust in all of our basic uh, experiences and institutions, and exposes us for bad guys. Right. I think that's I the love other. That, that's that the... our fear becomes such that, in the face of someone who could give us these gifts of technology, take us to the stars. Right. You know, bridge existence. That's the part of we're, we're cowardly, that's... scary little monsters. That's the part of invasion movies that I like the most is that it really does. It turns like we end up being the bad guys in all of these. Like, absolutely. Like, there's no movie where there's no movie except for maybe a couple where I think we wind up like kind of just being on the right side of history. Like, look, other than like what Independence Day, like where we're look, we got to protect the planet somehow. Like, yeah, those are just kind of parasitic creatures right. coming to like suck our planet dry. Other than that, and like Pacific Gal- Rim's kind of the same thing. It's pretty much that and Galactus. Like those are the examples I'd say. Hey, we probably like <laughs> it'd be like really not cool for us to like save the Earth. Other than that, though, aliens. But like, even in those movies, they always find a way to show us reacting so poorly, right? To where you as an audience are like. Maybe we've had our shot. Maybe it is time for something new. <laughs> well, like that was the thing, like the sequel to Independence Day that came out. It's like, all right, well, we've also so we're like geared up. We have our space force, but then we also have been using this alien technology rather than like doing anything for ourselves. We're just like, yeah, let's just use their shit and like parcel it with this random shit like that. Like, <laughs> again, like and I'm not saying that's necessarily a bad thing, but it's just such a strange thing. And, but I mean, that's why the genre is so fruitful because humans are the worst aliens available. Like I personally believe that. Right. We, I personally <laughs> believe we have been, we've been visited by people from other planets and other worlds many times over. And they go, you know what? Fuck this. They're going to fuck it up themselves. I'm out of here. Like, are you auditioning for ancient aliens? <laughs> no, definitely not. Because I think my, you have the hair. I think you can do the hair. My sentence, the sentence I just said makes way too much sense for ancient aliens. Like I, oh. See, smarmy indignance, right? That's Looking right. down from your high tower of learning. You would fit on perfect on that show. <laughs> well, look, my wife's Guatemalan. Like, she's, she, she's, her ancestors saw the ancient aliens. Like, we know what's going on. So, 
Because they, they were here, and then they're like, you know what? Fuck this. You're I'm saying your wife is like one of those X-File movies type, <laughs> type hybrids? I didn't say hybrid. I said her people saw it. <laughs> no, you said your wife's a hybrid. The government's coming. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, like that's like one of those things where uh, it's just one of those. I, it's, well, it's, it's great because it, it can be action. It can be horror. It can be kind of philosophical. It can be anything. Um, Everyone's a bad guy in alien invasion movies often, which is really fun. Yeah. And again, the, the scale can go from destruction of world all the way down to just destruction of self. So right. it's a really diverse uh, genre in terms of stakes as far as, and yeah. uh, scale, which makes it so much fun that they're like superhero movies are kind of all become the same, right? They right. all have to be big enough and blockbustery enough. Like whereas alien invasion, it can be, all the way down in a one-on-one yeah. situation, which which isn't the case for so many genres. Right. I mean, I think that's what's great too is like because alien invasion movies don't necessarily uh, aren't necessarily hindered by budgetary constraints. They literally can be made for five thousand dollars or millions upon millions of dollars. That's what's so fun about these kinds of movies is right. It, it doesn't. The budget is not the point. It's the point is the story and the people that are in the story. And that's what makes them so good. Like you graft well, yourself right. to these characters. There, there's amazing examples of these movies where you don't even see, right? Like a great alien invasion movie. It's actually a TV show, right? That Twilight Zone. But it has no aliens, mm-hmm. which I think it's called the um, the incident on Bleecker Street. Yep. Where just the lights go out and they just think there could be an alien and someone right. on their block. So all you have to do to have an alien invasion is just plant the doubt of you're not with us. Right. Right. So without any kind of special effects, CG, you know, huge expenses to the budget, all you have to do is plant the fear that someone is not like you and they're different and you can turn them into the monster that you created in your own head. It's right. It's a brilliant trick when done well. I mean, um, even- and we're going to talk about one of those. So we've got four movies. Yeah. To introduce. Right. So first up, we're doing this is may this is our controversial one. We've been debating this one hotly. <laughs> uh, we're doing 1987's Bad Taste. This is an early, if not the first, Peter Jackson joint. Peter Jackson's this uh, little indie film director you guys probably wouldn't know much about. Um, he's done. Yeah, some, is this, is this he, his first one? This is early. This was his first movie. He actually based this. Uh, he made a 20 minute short film and then expanded it and shot this over four years. Yeah, see, that doesn't surprise me at all. Um, it is hilarious carnage. It is Looney Tune meets, um, God, I don't even know, grisly, brutal Texas Chainsaw style it's just, death. But it's just it's kind of funny. It's pure <laughs> schlock. It's so much fun. I think it's hilarious. But yeah, in if you move aside the brains and fake blood, there really is a love letter to film in there. Well, it's, it's a also- young guy with a lot of passion. I mean, this guy became to imagine watching this movie and imagine this guy became king of the rings is fucking insanity. A very important thing to remember. This guy also won a best directing Oscar. Like watch yeah. this movie and know, because the other thing too, is if when you watch this movie, you'll see things that he still does as a director. Now, like yes. he, there's things he has not grown out of because they're just that good. And there's some stuff in this well, movie that he has. That's really great. Yeah. And what you'll see again, like it's, it's prickly, but it's a first project. And, Again, it's the love and passion that exudes from this. You you can tell you're with one of your own, right? Like yeah. another 
guy who liked those kind of movies and whatever. It's fun, man. It's a fun movie. It really is. Uh, next up, we have The Thing. John Carpenter's The Thing. Oh, so um, good. I mean, this is not just a great alien invasion movie. This is one of the all-time best movies I've ever seen in my life. Again, this movie functions on like twofold. Like this has that great Twilight Zoney thing of like who's who. Like mm-hmm. it has a lot of that. It has this pressure cooker. It has this great pressure timer thing of like who's who. Are we gonna find out who's who? And then on top of that, it has these awesome creature effects that are just too good. Like yeah, for, for, ni- for nineteen eighty two, <laughs> it's just a fucking blast, man. There, there is nothing about this movie that's not pure fucking magic. Uh Everything in the thing is astounding. It is. Uh, yeah, it works on a very small level, you know, just enclosed terror of uh, fear of your friends, mm-hmm. your neighbors, your coworkers. But then it gets big. It has awesome creature works, fucking flamethrowers, ice base, bearded I mean, Kurt Russell. Oh, Kurt Russell. Yeah, this movie could not be more perfectly made for me. In a science lab. Like a creature could not infest a VHS tape and make a movie I would like more. <laughs> it's very it's not very often too we've found I think you find movies that are better than the originals, and this is a totally better remake. Or is it a remake or is it a adaptation of a story? No, there there was a movie called The Th- A Thing from Another World, I believe. That's what I'm thinking of, yeah. But see, that one actually is pretty good too. That is one of the ones where they introduced the concept of every time we see a character after the creature from another world or thing from another world they do a lot of this you see people close the door right right so once they close that door and shut you out then you can no longer trust that they are who they are it's like it's a very old but very clever trick that they use in that movie i still um, think it's john carpenter just yeah he built on the shoulder right of giants and just i mean he reaches heights that that movie just couldn't have even dreamed of oh yeah this is they did they just were hampered in a way john carpenter's not yeah um Next, we we join the fight against a more malevolent, kind of like the thing, but on a big scale, right? This Something is, that's here to just have at us. This Starship is Troopers. My favorite science fiction movie. I do not know why. Like, but once you understand, like, once you start reading between the lines, and we'll talk about this. This movie has like a super deep message about like pretty much where we are ten years from now. Um, maybe sooner. Who knows? <laughs> but that's really kind of what the movie Space is about. Force! And some people have debated with me that this is not like an alien invasion movie, but uh, the bugs totally came for us. So don't don't give me any shit about there's no no alien invasions going on. Hey, if the bugs came for us, that is an invasion of sorts. Uh, Yeah, we had to include this one because anytime we have an all timer favorite, like I know how much you love this movie. I really do. Uh, Came from a great book. This one. This is fun because it it plays as kind of a silly you know, yeah. almost made for TV kind of movie, but on a really big scale. And, and some of the deeper concepts and the propaganda videos they use. It's a very um, important movie. It has fun comedy as a way to take on bigger concepts and then yeah. pays it off with giant bug action. It kind of gets it kind of gets thrown in the background a lot because it had some like shitty sequels. And, you know, people seem to kind of miss the point of the movie. But to me, like Paul Verhoeven made a very specific movie for a very specific reason. And that's what makes the movie so interesting and so great, because, yeah, it's big and kind of schlocky and silly. But there's a reason for every single thing being like yeah. that. Like, well, it's also haunted by the uh, Casper, the not so talented ghost of Van Dien. <laughs> <laughs> he you was be- on a streak where essentially every movie that Casper Van Dien's been in 
has you, been suspect ever been since waiting. he became a thing. You've been waiting, lying in wait to use that nickname. I know you have. That's an absolute lie. I actually just came to me off the top of my head. That was amazing <laughs> work. I think there's maybe one or two many words in the pun, but I'm going to stand by that as genius of the moment. This is Casper. So you're the, welcome. This is Casper Van Dien's like only starring movie and only Casper starring the not so talented Van Dien. That's what it will call. He, uh, yeah, like he's and he's so great. But again. We'll get to it when we get to the show, but this movie is like the most quotable movie in my life. Like I have literally said things on from this movie on a daily basis. Not only that, it's it's a fun movie that has more going on than it often is credited. Much more than I think people realize, and I'm excited to kind of talk about that. We'll put the screws to you, see what comes out. Oh yeah. Finally, another remake of a early sci-fi classic, yeah. The Blob. Oh my so, god. The Blob is one of those. It started out as a creature feature early on. Steve McQueen has an amazing fucking theme song, by the way, if you've never heard this. Beware of the Blob. (laughs) Beware of the Blob. (laughs) It's fucking great. The original movie obviously playing on a time when uh, communism was the great fear, right? Some great unknown absorbing young, white, virile American men and, you know, making us all one. God forbid. Yeah, darn Um, it. The thing had original thing had one of the most memorable scenes in any movie to me, which is it ended by saying the end question mark is the first time as a very young boy. I was like, wait, it's not over when the movie's over. (laughs) You're like the blob could still be there. I mean, it fucked me up legitimately. And then you get to the remake. I think the remake um, is able to take the blob, which in the early one is not bad for what it was at the time. Right. But it's kind of the bigger thematic fear of communism. This one actually finds a way to take what was sadly one of the silliest kind of lamest monsters and makes it legitimately terrifying. There's a legitimate loss of self as we see the bodies actually being subsumed by the blob. Right. That gives it more dynamic energy. This is one of those really fun 80s, you know, amazing effects gnarly carnage uh this is a movie that i just have always loved right and i i think it takes the good theme of the original but actually gives the blob some metaphorical teeth i like it yeah it's a really good i mean yeah you're right it's just a great 80s it's a great 80s remake like they just they do it up they take it a step further and yeah like the effects are just so awesome yeah and it's because the first one the, the thing you'll notice if you watch the original blob is there's very little blob. There's a lot of just white kids kind of right. having shenanigans and talking. And this one, actually, they take the great themes that that one had built in and gave the they fleshed out the monster, no pun intended. Right. It's really a fun movie that I've always loved. I think it's exactly how you do a remake. Sure. So I'm very excited to talk about that one. Uh, now, this is the part of the show, guys. Now that we're live with you, the pod has been live. Thank you so much for all the downloads. You guys are getting into it. We love it. Uh, find us on Facebook. Uh, we're the Film Alchemist pod on Twitter. I think it's actually Film Alchemist 1, at Film Alchemist 1. Uh, take the time. Rate and review, guys. If you have a friend that want, has watched any of the movies we watch or the ones we're about to, guys, you can follow us on Letterboxd, the Film Alchemist podcast list has a list of all the movies we have done or are planning to do, so you can stay abreast and ahead of the curve on what we're doing. 
Uh, grab a friend, watch some of them, and then give them the episodes. Help us spread the word to more Alchemist guys. And then if you would, take a second, rate and review the show. That helps us chart and more people can find the show, guys. So that kind of stuff goes a long way. Also, nerds. Also, yes, yes, go, go. Also, nerds, do your own curations. If you got an idea, tell us and we will figure it out, my friends. That's the whole point of this show. We love working with you. So if you got an idea, say, hey, I want to see all the movies you guys know that feature newspapers as a prominent thing. I'll spin. I'll spin a yarn for you. We'll watch the that pub. one guy who still gets the paper thrown at his house every day. We'll watch. The Why pub. are there not more movies that reflect my experience? We'll watch the post four times. I don't care. Just give us any. Oh yeah, we will. Um yeah. And like- on that note, guys, tell us which alien in movie. So every month, you guys have a chance. I'll put up a post on the Facebook, and you can hit us on Twitter as well. I'll put up a, a post, and you guys in the comments or at us on Twitter. Tell us what Alien Invasion movie you love, which one you think we unjustly left off the list. We'll add it as the fifth movie of the month. Please. You can also find retroactive posts on our last two uh, themes, The Pod Goes to Hell and Animals Attack the Pod. You can do that as well, guys. This is early in the show. But again, part of the key of this is bringing you guys in. The more you want to chat with us, the better the show will be. So take some fucking ownership. Write a review. Rate. Bring a friend or else we'll invade your house. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what we'll do when we're there. Yeah. Eat your snacks. Honestly, I'll probably just go hook your up with your lady. I'll, dr- <laughs> I'll drink your bubbly water. Who knows? <laughs> Sorry, you made me actually spit because I have no idea what that means. I'll it sound like a very veiled sexual threat. It's not. I'll 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 pull your I'll I'll pour your Brita water out and not refill it. That's what I'll do. Oh, rub your dinghy on the filter, huh? Well, you had to take nice. you took it one step further there. <laughs> All right, before we say anything else horrible, we're out of here. Bye. <laughs>